and welcome to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, where my dad Nick Benson and Justin Moss talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. My name is Nick Benson and as always here with my brother Justin Moss and uh, just welcome you guys. Uh, Happy New Year and thank you for... Uh, logging back in or or listening in and we just pray that um, this time that we have together um, glorifies the Lord and we just continue to thank him every time that you know we get these opportunities to to come together and I thank you Justin again for welcoming me into 2021 with you (laughs) Um, 2020 was a you know a pretty cool and harsh um year all at the same time and um one of the cool things was um was the ability that we've had to do this podcast you know being able to to talk and fellowship but then also um it brings up conversations with other people outside of of this circle we have because i'll see uh say people at church or even my my sister or uh, other family members will will contact me, and it just it, it things that we talk about sparks conversations with them that are usually like um, uplifting conversations for both sides, myself and them. So I think uh, I think the Lord's using this for a purpose, or I, I feel like I, I know that hmm. for sure. So uh, I think that's one of the cool things. But obviously, you know, 2020 hasn't it wasn't um, an easy year, and I say it was harsh because there was so much so much in in a one year span that. Hmm you know, it doesn't necessarily always, that's like a 10-year thing, you know, all those things could have happened in 10 years, and it still would have been <laughs> tough, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, 2021's here, um, thankful for another day, thankful for um, my family, and um, this episode, where we're, we're naming New um, New Year, Same Jesus, and mm. I think that's a, a good focus point for 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 myself and even, you know, everybody moving forward. So I pray that this episode ministers to anybody listening. Um, and that being said, how, how was, how was your New Year's? Uh, it, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Uh, I always do a lot of reflecting this time of year. Right. Pretty much the whole month of December. Mm-hmm. Um, just to, to level set, like what happened, definitely like a lessons learned. And then as you get closer to the end of the month and especially around New Year's, not necessarily like New Year's resolutions, but just kind of like, what are you gonna? What did you? What did you glean? What did you learn from in 2020? Mm-hmm. And then how do you apply those lessons in 2021 so that maybe you don't have as many failures, or um, that you just learn the lessons that that, that that God had for you? Mm-hmm. And I think that's important because, like myself, I, I'm, I'm always like a have things in order and then make sure that, you know, those things that are in order are, are, are being done. And then after not, we fix the problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's just like the natural me. But 2020 kind of threw so many curveballs at you that we learned to hit a curveball. Mm-hmm. You, know yeah, I mean? you had to. You had to, right? Mm-hmm. It was like a, a, a fight thing where you, 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 if you wanted to have a good year, you kind of had to roll with the punches, learn how to hit a curveball to get good at it. And, you know, a lot of people that I talk to, um, Christians and non-Christians, all had like this same mentality that I can't wait for this year to be over. Yeah, true. I, I can't wait for this year to be over. I'm really looking forward to 2021. 2020 sucked. <laughs> and that kind of gave me like a, like a mindset where um, I, I bit my tongue because what I would tell those people, Christian or non, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have came out right. right. So I, I kind of bit my tongue. But at the same time, like in my mind, I wrestled with how to how to explain to people. Like if 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 you don't have bad times, you can't appreciate the good. Like I could tell you tell it to you that simple. But it's it's way deeper than that. Yeah. And I think as like New Year's came, and I heard that so much, like I just I was able to like find a way. Maybe to communicate it, but not be so mean. <laughs> and that's what I spent my years doing, Nick, is working that out in my head. Right. And obviously with family and 
and, uh, and hanging out and we, we, we try to stay you know low-key as much as possible just because of how many crazy and stupid people there are out there yeah I'm trying to get caught up in it right yeah I hear you yeah same with us we didn't really we didn't go out or do any kind of crazy stuff like that yeah but yeah I agree with you on on number of those points but the the learning from 2020 is 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 a key to moving forward on anything is is learning from your mistakes right you know like that don't call it uh don't call it a loss call it a lesson right like mm -hmm. there's a win or a lesson mm -hmm. and that if you keep that mindset for for all you know no matter what the year is or whatever is going on you keep that mindset you can have a good year per se you know air quotes people can't see like because you have you know you do have like a hope and something to kind of rest on or look forward to or or even something that's worthy of, of a rejoice you know or mm. um where if you if you can't learn like if you can't learn from a discipline how else are you going to learn right and yeah. and the lord being you know the ultimate teacher there's going to be tests and pop quizzes and stuff just like we had to deal with in school so mm. um are you going to learn along the way or you know or try to freestyle it and freestyle it may work once or twice but it's it's definitely not the that causes more stress and anxiety because then you're you're back to that fear of uh, you know the unknown you know you know the uncertainty and mm. that's that's kind of what that's what uh brendan beeler was talking about for for service on new year's eve he was he said it's not a new year's resolution it's a new year's re revelation mm. you know and and he was saying to we just need to focus on you know like you're saying on on jesus but then delivering that to you know showing jesus to everyone else in a way that's going to be um something that they'll accept and, and receive rather than be upset about or even argumentative about you know everyone wants to argue nowadays so <laughs> it is hard you do have to you know tread lightly but it is important that we we share and i think that's you know our 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 basis or you know the behind everything of this podcast is to preserve and illuminate so we're going to preserve god's word but illuminate jesus you know not only in our words but in our actions so we have to we have to really um focus on him in order to have that one the illumination light is is only going to be received through um our relationship with jesus and and you know and then the preservation is us um sharing that with our family and sharing that word with our friends and that hope with the same people you know and and preserving god's word into their lives not just ourselves too so hmm. um that's you know our number we've talked about our first ministry and that's 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 that is mm -hmm. uh, is getting that um that message and also that that action to our our family and then out out into our community and then from there you know it's the lord's in control so who knows how he's going to use us or this podcast or hmm. or maybe even our kids that we're raising you know like we we don't know what the lord has in store for all of them so right yeah i like that word hope that you use because that's that's what people search for in mm -hmm. 2020 yeah everybody was looking for hope but it was interesting to see how devastated people were each time whatever they put their hope in failed mm -hmm. so whether it was the vaccine right or the election mm -hmm. or you know racial injustice or the number of other things that took place right. sports right mm -hmm. sports got ripped from a lot of people entertainment movies yeah. you know all these social life social life yeah. right your family yeah. like think about all the things that people hoped in and counted on and how it all got ripped away and if if we were to write the story of 2020 and then hand it to somebody and then use that as like a, a, a platform to preach the gospel. Mm. And that's that's a that's a harvest that's that, that's ripe. Right. Yeah. It's white for the harvest. Right. Um, but at the same time, somehow people got to the point, but got comfortable where they were and didn't really accept what was being put out there. Yeah. And to the point where like churches are closing and you know it's almost acceptable like oh yeah you shouldn't worship like you see the things that are happening it's like well we, we, now we went too far mm -hmm. now we went too far but i think you know 2021 just because we flipped the day on the on the calendar 
Like that stuff didn't stop. No. You know, none of that stuff stopped. We're still gonna we're still gonna be facing the same problems we did on Thursday as we are on Friday, and just because the calendar flipped mm-hmm. and the year flipped, you know what I mean? It's not gonna change anything. Right. You know, it's not the Y two K, you know, type of scenario where everybody's like, you know, all computers are gonna shut down, they can't they can't calculate two thousand. <laughs> yeah. We, True. Right? Yeah. What well, what 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 I and I don't know if how much you remember of that, but it was like a big deal to the point where I remember staying up to see what was going to happen. Right. Like, is my TV going to shut down? Can my alarm clock handle it? Wait, my alarm clock doesn't even have a calendar. No, the yeah. difference. But all the things anything that were in electronic. Anything yeah. electronic was going to crash. Right. The internet was going to crash. It's funny you say that because my mom and uh, me just had this conversation too about that same scenario. And, and, um, and she remembers it because she was older. And I was, I was like, I remember like kind of like people talking about it but she did she she was remembering things like that the bank was they were talking oh, about yeah, what was going to happen with the banking and people's money so people were starting to pull money out mm-hmm. and trying so there's you know that it's the i feel like people should have learned then but then it seems like it's every generation or so we have to go through these things that remind us that um even though something new is happening in our in our world you know quote unquote again our world um, it's not, it's not different than something that's happened in the past. It's just, we just never learned from it or mm-hmm. we didn't, uh, look back far enough to figure out what was, what was and what is, you know, and I feel like that's, um, um, you know, even, even this, this, to- the topic of the podcast, you know, mm-hmm. New Year, same Jesus It's people are constantly looking for that hope, like you said, or what's going to happen because it's now 2021, but even though, it's a new year or a new day. Jesus is the same, you know, yesterday, today, and forever, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a, that's a key thing to remember um, for ourselves, obviously, but also to, to, to look forward to because, you know, even, even getting my eyes checked for, I, had, I have to get new contacts. So I had to go through the prescription, the, you know, the eye tests and all that kind of stuff. And, and my eyesight didn't change. It didn't get worse or better. And uh, the con- the lady that I was buying the lenses from, giving the prescription to, she was like, "Oh, your your eyesight changed or didn't change; it stayed the same." And I made the joke like, "Oh, it's one of the, you know one of the only things that stayed consistent, that, you know, for 2020. I guess you know that's a good thing." And I could tell she wanted to say more. She mm-hmm. kind of laughed, you know, and she wanted to like kind of comment up. But I could tell she bit her lip because you know she's she, at work. <laughs> she's at work. She don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> But, you know, I was kind of leaving that open, you know, saying it's like one of the only things, you know, because, you know, if she would have asked, like, what else, then I could have said, you know, well, you know, our Lord is right. still on the consistent. Throne. He's still there. He's, you know, he's the same, like I said. I um, I was, I was thinking about this podcast and, and I intentionally kept my notes short because there was so much. Mm-hmm. But as you were speaking, I was even thinking about, like, each each generation like you said has had like that thing that has kind of um, changed the way they looked and thought about about life right like mm-hmm. what we would like to call like their 911 right yeah um, but when we and maybe we should do like a because we did a 911 podcast and we talked about this a little bit maybe we should look at like like looking at those those each of those things because like nine eleven was a big was a big deal. Mm. Like COVID is is a big deal, especially for like there's a section of society where people should have had a a, a, a big momentous occasion. Like all the seniors graduating from high school, yeah. a lot of graduations got canceled. You know, proms. Um, you know, a lot of these kids were looking forward to going away to college and mm-hmm. now they're still in their same bedroom in their parents' house, mm-hmm. living doing the college. same life, <laughs> doing college, <laughs> but yeah. kind of living the same life. Yeah. And then there's, you know, there's people that, you know, may have put their faith and their, their, their hard work into something that has absolutely just failed. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's going to be embedded in these people's lives like forever. And I think that, you know, when you focus on those things, when you put your faith and your hope and you put your desires and you put your energy into these things, like it can fail. Right. And sometimes it's just a matter of when. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of when. Right. So the the look of 2021 is was so appealing to so many people, but what they don't realize, and maybe they're starting to realize it, like nothing's changed. That thing that you saw on the news, you know, on New Year's Eve, it was still on the news <laughs> New Year's Day. Right. You know, the, the restrictions, the COVID cases, they're going to break a record every day. Mm-hmm. They're going to break a record every day because more people are getting tested. <laughs> Which, by the way, I found odd. I don't know if you, Mar- Marla loves the news, right? My wife, Marla, loves the news. And they're like, uh, you know, they were talking about a couple days before New Year's that they weren't going to test on New Year's Day. Like, oh, most of the testing locations were going to be closed. Very few would be open. And somehow we like broke a record again. Hmm. I was like, how'd that happen when we were testing people? Yeah. I thought Strange. that was, yeah, it was very, I was like, that is super odd. But it's interesting because that same exact thing, even though we should have had a break and it should have been the new year, yeah. and somehow things just got infinitely worse. Like, we are just so much worse now. Right. And it's all because you guys got together on, on New Year's <laughs> yeah. Eve. Like, Hold on a second. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's always our fault. It's yeah. always our fault. But I, I just, I like that we put this as this, you know, the new year, the same Jesus. Like, no matter what happens, Jesus is on the throne. Amen. So that's the one thing that won't change. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for something and you're going to put your hope in something, you're going to put your faith in something, then it needs to be on that eternity and that constant. Because if it's not, like I said earlier, you're going to fail. Amen. Yeah, it's... You know, it's it, it's important for us to to stay focused on 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 him. You know, for that hope and um, like you said, when we were talking about maybe preparing or or what we were gonna you know do topic wise for this episode. Um, when you when you threw this this title out, I was like, oh man, that's perfect because like you said, like it it is a new year. It is uh, you know people like to set um, resolutions or whatever to something to strive for and, and goals are good um goals are you know good to have and i and i wrote down a quote from from charlie kirk of all people but it says goal is a dream with a deadline <laughs> you know and i and i thought that was and that did and that you know that dude works hard for for what he does and and that's kind of why i like enjoy listening to him because his drive kind of motivates me too because you know even though his drive is for you know a political reason and, and you know he is a believer and 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 things like that but at the same time i can use that energy for what you know that's his calling so i need the energy to use it for what the lord's calling me to do so i need to you know so i like to listen to people you know like like charlie kirk or like a ben corson or you know the guys that are kind of even brendan beeler you know he was just at our church those guys are a little more upbeat than i am you know because i'm kind of like a little more calm and and uh, you know almost like on a lazy side of things where they're really, you know, rampant and they're like, you know, they're ready to go. They're ready to like, you know, 110% every single time, which I, I kind of envy that in a way because I'm like, I can't, I can't uh, fire the engines up quick enough to get to that speed right away where I'm like more of a train, you know, I'm like a, I'm like, kind of get going, get going. I want to get some momentum. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm rolling, you know, you can't stop me at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but you know so i like you know that's why i like you know even um you know thinking more like even listening to like a tony evans or like mm-hmm. people like that where they're they just have so much energy and so much like power and strength and even um the the energy levels on on a, on a level i would love to be at you know mm-hmm. i would love to be able to to speak to people and share um about the Lord in front of people on a level like that, but mm. the Lord had, doesn't, you know, He's not using me for that. But I mean, you know, I think that He uses us for um, the things that we are good at, you know. So um, somehow He felt I was good at, you know, being a father to my kids and a husband. So He's going to give me those responsibilities. And then, you know, as I get closer to Him, then He gets, you know, you, you little, He gives you a little more responsibilities, whether it be. Um, you know, I take it athletics, like being a coach in athletics, like and now I'm, you know, a calm, like people are calling me a coach, which I'm like, that's weird. Like, I, I'm, you know, I'm playing. What are you talking about? Right. Like, I'm not, like, I want to go play too, but, but then they look to me because not just coaching, like where to play or things like that, but they, they uh, appreciate the, the, the time and energy that we give to them. So it, it also sharpens me because then I'm like, oh, the Lord's using that time for that very reason. So 
you know, keep doing that, you know, mm -hmm. keep seeking him, keep, you know, so always having that hope or something to look forward to that goal, you know, with, you know, is, is to, to please the Lord and, you know, ultimately. Mm -hmm. So if we constantly seek that goal, you know, you know, we're, we will get there and he will provide a way to get there too, which I think is even, even more, um, amazing that he always meets us he always provides especially when we're seeking him you know like it's uh it's amazing to think that the creator of the universe and the world is is that much in the details to to even carry about or care about the fine print in our lives you know mm -hmm. individually it's crazy yeah that's good because if you think about what he did just to have a relationship with us and so that we would know him now, he doesn't he doesn't ask much in return right. you know what I mean but that coach name and even like having a calling like you said having your ministries and looking at all those things and how the Lord kind of sets up stuff for you I remember I may have told you this I may not have but I prayed for like years and years for a couple of things for for the Lord to put godly men in my life mm -hmm. and just to give me an opportunity to serve yeah and um, at the time, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, of Les Brown. Um, he's like a motivational speaker. I don't think so. Maybe if I heard him. Yeah, maybe if you I'm heard of names. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, if you heard him or even saw him, you might you might know him. But when I started running, I I, I listened to him, mm -hmm. and I remember he has like a a four minute, just like four minute and some change that I would listen to, and that was about as far as I could run. And then as I got further than that, then I started to take the time to pray like afterwards and I would be able to run further and further and then I would do, listen to that for four minutes and then I would pray the rest of the time. Mm -hmm. And as I was praying, I, 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 I was like, Lord, I want to I do stuff for you. I was like, Here, you know, if you put it in front of me and I know it's from you, I won't say no. So I said, I'm going to say yes for whatever you put in front of me for a year. Mm -hmm. That was like maybe like six years ago or something, five, five six years ago. Mm -hmm. yeah, if I know it's from, from the Lord... Uh, I'll just say yes. I'll, I'll just say yes if I know it's from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, doing that has has freed me from like planning. Because you know, I'm, I like to plan stuff. I like to mm -hmm. analyze stuff. And like you said, like my training is slow in the beginning because I'm checking everything out. Mm -hmm. But then after that, like nobody else knows it, but they just signed up for a race. I want to beat you. Yeah. you. You signed up for a race. You don't even know I'm, 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 I'm coming hard. Yeah. Like I know where I'm going. I'm going out. No one goes out. out. <laughs> but it's, it, it removed all that fear and worry, and I would just say yes, and then I would lean on him. And the things that, 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 that he's done or that I've seen or even been a part of that I have no business doing or no business being a part of have just been an absolute blessing. Yeah. Um, but it also gives you a glimpse into how much he loves you, how much he wants to use you. Yeah, exactly. How much you realize, you know, everybody, every single person on this planet is looking for their purpose. Mm -hmm. And the majority of them are looking in the wrong direction. Right. Where they're like, I need a status, I need a car, I need a house, I need all these things, I need money, I need this bank account, I need, you know, I need to be and live in the city and it's got to have a gate, you know, all these things that they want to, that they... Yet they're chasing, and you know sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. But all of it's fleeting. Right. There's not a fire or an accident or something that just can't take it away. But that relationship that you have, the place that we have in heaven, right. cannot be taken away from yeah. us. Cannot be taken away. And recognizing that, and being able to serve the Lord, and being able to to be used by Him, like you said, there's, number one, there's no place, no better place to be. But it's 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 awesome. It's absolutely awesome just to just to be a part of it. Right. Agree. Yeah, God is too good. Hmm. Um, I like what you were talking about the 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 fire the fire reference reminded me of um, you know one of my it's not just a New Year's thing because it's something that has been part of my my daily prayer is is you know and actually kind of not just for family or even life but even for work and things like that is just to, to be consistent i feel like consistency um you know even though you know it's like the the tortoise and the hare mm -hmm. you know comparison where i feel like i can go if i'm consistent at a steady pace and i don't slow that up and i just continue 
you know, moving in his, you know, in, in his direction or his will, you know, if I'm continuing forward and consistent in that, no matter what kind of comes flying by me or even at me, the Lord's so faithful, like no matter what, if I'm consistent, he's going to, you know, he's going to give me the, the, the direction to move in, you know, and I feel like even, even if sometimes it is a left or a right, you know, or a, or even making jokes yesterday of bobbing and weaving, you know, where you're you're like in a boxer reference, or you know, because sometimes you do have to bob and weave. Sometimes we do have to defend with the you know the shield, you know, faith, and and um, that's real. That's real life. In 2020, is even you know we all got that firsthand, you know, in a physical battle and also spiritual battle, mm -hmm. you know, like and and I feel like a lot of people saw that. Some people forget about it, and and you know. They they they'll remember it when it gets brought up to them. But then there's a lot of people that also took it very serious and and feeling like there's no no place we should be rather than in God's will. Mm -hmm. And then he has us for this time or has us here for this time for a purpose and a reason. So are we going to take that responsibility serious or cower with everything else going around us? Mm -hmm. you know, again. Because it's easy to do that, and um, one of the verses that that stood out to me when you know praying about and even um, kind of listening and reading about um, this topic about I, Isaiah forty verse eight, um, which says the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the mm -hmm. word of God stands forever. You know, and I just that's life. Like we're gonna. We born, we you know we we sprout and then we grow to a you know a flower of some sort or a plant you know and then at some point we wither and fade. But if we stand on God's word, that lasts forever. God's word says that we have a place in heaven forever. So no matter what happens on earth with this body tent, bodily tent, where we got a place in heaven that we are anchored to, no matter what you know and. And if you can, if you can consistently tell yourself and consistently believe that God's word doesn't fail, no matter what people say or do, you can always go back to that. But God's word says, and, and if you think about it, that's where Jesus beat the the devil's temptations. You mm -hmm. know, in the wilderness, it was all defended with God's word, mm -hmm. and he overcame. Yeah, and then he can say things like he overcame the world because. Yeah. He did. And how did he do it? Because he stood on God's word. You know, he gave us that, that pathway, you know. And I think, I think um, you know, one of those easier said than done things, too. Some people may be listening and they're like, yeah, dude, okay, I get it, you know. But I feel like you can say you get it, but do you get it, get it? You know, are you letting it, are you taking it in with that fertile soil and letting that, grow which takes time it's not an overnight thing you know you're not going to plant a seed and have a tomato garden tomorrow like you have to water it you have to take care of it that's the same picture as our as our walk our relationship with jesus is something we have to consistently water on a daily basis mm -hmm. but we know that jesus is you know jesus as the word says uh, God's word will, you know, stand forever. It never fails. It says that in Luke as well. That God's word never fails. You know, nothing's impossible with God. So it's um, if we can anchor on that that truth alone and uh, and that hope, we're, you know, we'll have something to look forward to, no matter what happens in front of us, you know, visually or physically. Mm. That word consistency means so much mm. because many people that struggle with all kinds of issues in life, they lack a couple of things. Discipline mm -hmm. and consistency. Yep. And if you can nail discipline and consistency, then you'll realize that number one, things get a little bit easier because you know where you're supposed to be yep. and you know what you're supposed to be doing. And you feel when you have veered off track. When we forget to do our devotion in the morning, we know we're like, oh man, I'm going to stop what I'm doing right now. Let me get into the Word. Yeah. If you forget to pray, you feel it. You know it, mm -hmm. right? Because it's that consistency thing. And, you know, if we can nail those two things, it's, it's extremely important. And if you look at a model for consistency, 
Jesus was the same, right, from Matthew to Revelation, right? Mm-hmm. And he's still the same person in the Old Testament as well. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he didn't change. Nope. God hasn't changed. You know, if you look at the judgment that he talks about in, 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 in some of the Old Testament books, like, it's scary, crazy judgment and things that he brings and shows the Israelites, even in their exodus, on, on those ten plagues that he brought down on Egypt. Mm-hmm. You see what he'll do. Right, you'll see what he'll do. However, you also see his love, right. and those are the things that you can count on. And you get to pick whichever side you want to be on. Yeah. But you develop consistency, and you develop discipline. And you know, I'm not saying everything's going to be perfect because you're going to have trials, you're going to fall off track, you're going to have things that distract you. But at the same time, like those 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 consistencies. And you're able to, to, your ability, I should say, to be able to focus on those and keep your eyes trained on Jesus, you won't have too much to worry about. Mm-hmm. Because the worst thing that will happen to you is you die and go to heaven. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's the worst thing that can happen to you. But I was, uh, I was actually looking at, at, at Isaiah 40 as well. Uh, but Hebrews chapter 13 really came to mind. And I want to I read that because starting at verse 7, and we'll go to verse 9 here, but it I really love what it says here. It says, Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow, considering the outcome of their conduct. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And then in verse 9, it says, Do not be carried about with various strange doctrines, for it is good that the heart be established by grace, not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. So obviously the writer of Hebrews is rounding out this whole entire book, which is one of the deeper books that we have in the, in the New Testament. On top of that, um, even going through it in the study, like it's really hard to scratch the surface yeah. of what Hebrews is. But I love the fact that obviously it says that Jesus is the same today, like yesterday, today, and forever right Mm -hmm. and and so it wasn't yesterday today and tomorrow because that's one of those statements that you can just kind of continue on yeah but it's yesterday today and for and forever and then right after that where that reminder is who jesus is the same let's just call it that it then it says do not be carried away with various and strange doctrines and when you look at how many things are taking place in our society now how it's a you go do you mentality go get as much as you can for yourself and if you hold the door open for somebody like it blows their mind mm-hmm. oh yeah where you know our parents generation if you didn't hold the door for somebody yeah. it blew their mind yeah. right? for real, true. so we, we we've gone we've gone a full 180 on what a collective is what a society is and we can go all the way back to acts and see how the church was and then how the church was born but also like what they did Mm. you know um chuck smith did a real i'm actually he's going through acts right now um on his podcast and as he's going through he talks about this wasn't like a communal type of thing to model. He was saying this is what a society should look like. You should take care of each other. Yeah. Make sure the widows and the orphans have everything that they need. You guys make sure each other has what they need. Don't put your needs above somebody else. It's everybody. The mm-hmm. body. Yeah. The body. And that's what that's what we're missing in today's society. And the problem is we've followed these little strange doctrines. Mm-hmm. There's people and movements and things that have taken place that have actually took our eyes off of what consistency is to get back to the point right. and also who is on the throne and what we can look to and if somebody said hey look i want you to model your life after somebody but you get to pick whoever it is mm-hmm. a lot of people would say oh well i, I want i want to be jeff bezos he's got all the money in the world mm-hmm. or i want to be like um warren buffett or, you know, I want to be like um, the Dalai Lama, whatever, right? All these people that have different, you know, whether it's like uh, super religious spiritual stuff or it's money and fame or it's blank checks to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Like all of those 
end in one place. Right. If we're being honest. Yeah. Okay. If there's only one place you could put your faith in that gets you eternity mm-hmm. in heaven. And if you knew that, and if you told me that's what you want to do, and I, and I ran down your timeline in your life, and I wrote it all out and said, okay, Nick, this is what it's going to look like. By the way, you, you had fun, right? All these things. When you're sitting on your deathbed and you're dying, you're not worried about those things. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden it hits you that everything that you did brought you to that point, and you have nothing after it. There's nothing after it. Think about that. Mm-hmm. However, let me, let me introduce you to Jesus. Right. Gives you a little... Gives you that hope, right? It's that hope word. Yeah, it, man. I mean, that's that's kind of powerful to even think about, you know. Because even like put yourself, you know, like you, you're saying me, like you know, my life up to my deathbed. Like so, I'm like putting myself in that position for the moment. And it's like, oh man, like you would think, like, oh, there's so much that you could have done mm-hmm. when you're thinking about you, 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 you. Mm-hmm. But then when you've reached the end of you then what is there, like mm-hmm. you said, you know, and, and if you don't have that hope of eternal life, then yeah, you would, you would, you, I don't think you'd be in a good, you know, you'd be in a good way at all, you'd feel angry or depressed or, uh, you know, even wishing life was just over at that point, you know, and, and um, or then you become scared because then you don't know that answer, and, and that, that probably happens a lot, you know, that probably happens mm-hmm. at, at the end, and, and God gives us the, the opportunity to get right with Him, you know, uh, as many times as um, He thinks we can, you know, we should be able to respond to it, you know, and and unfortunately some people make the decisions to not surrender. Mm. Um, but having the hope to look forward to, no matter, you know, where where our body ends up, um, we know that we are we are anchored to heaven, which... That's that you know it, I, it's cliche to say that we you know we have no worries you know or because there is worry there's all kinds of stuff that happens on a daily life like as a family as we have you know worries for our kids we have worries for uh, our our wives we have worries for uh, work or you know financial like there's so much stuff to worry about as it is but you know it's you know does it add anything you know like you've shared on that verse like I, I believe it was Matthew six twenty seven. It's mm-hmm. it's you know, that is that anxiousness or that worry going to add any minute to your life? And it's mm-hmm. like, man, it really doesn't. You nope. know, it's it's a it's a worry. It's a it's a thing we have to deal with. But is it going to overconsume what your 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 overall goal is? You know, or your overall uh, purpose of life is to worry about something mm-hmm. like you know. I think 2020 had enough of that. I think 2021, <laughs> everyone's got to put the worry aside, right? And fear, and fear, and and move forward. And, and you know, going back to the the consistency part, where you know that's why it's you know the same Jesus is because he's mm-hmm. you know ultimately the the most consistent example you can have. Um, but you mentioned acts and fellowship and mm-hmm. getting together, and you know one of the most common verses 242 because yep. it talks about fellowship and coming together well i i just recently felt um man i, I really appreciated 46 mm-hmm. because it says they worship together at the temple each day and they met in the in homes for the lord's supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity and that i've read in a few other mm. um Throughout the throughout Luke, um, it talks about the people seeking Jesus every day, or the next day they saw him. The next day they seek him, and even this, where they're they're worshiping together at mm-hmm. the temple each day. We're worried about going to church one, maybe two times a week, mm-hmm. and they're talking about that they did this on a daily. Mm-hmm. They worshipped together at the temple, so and then they met in home. So they're like doing, they're going to church every day, and then also going home with those people and sharing a meal and fellowship and growing together because they're like-minded and they're mm-hmm. the iron sharpening iron and and that's why that's one of the reasons that really kind of pulled me into to our church and actually ultimately really pulled me into a better relationship and a, and a right relationship with Jesus 
was that meeting together and that fellowship and not forsaking of meeting with like-minded people mm -hmm. on a daily. And yes, we're supposed to meet Jesus daily, just like they're seeking him and worshiping him. Mm -hmm. we, we need to do that. And then we go and we need to have some sort of, granted, we're working and there's, uh, you know, family stuff, life happens. We, we can't physically probably meet on a daily basis, but if someone comes to your head and you're thinking of them, pray for them or reach out to them or, yeah. you know, let them know, hey man, I'm thinking of you, you know, you were, you know, the Lord put you on my heart this morning. I'm just letting you know I'm praying for you. Like that, like people get, like not only does it, it, it lifts them up, but ultimately it lifts you up too. So mm -hmm. like, you know, one of the things, I don't know if I've shared it before, but, you know, in order on a podcast is, um, you know, to, to be encouraged, you have to be the encourager, you know, mm -hmm. like you're not going to get encouraged um, taking things in and, and removing yourself from situations because you need to sometimes encourage someone because that actually encourages you. And you'll miss that because you think the encouragement part is supposed to just be a receiving thing, receiving mm -hmm. thing, receiving thing. It's like, no, actually, you'll find if you give it, you'll receive it 10 times, you know, the amount. And, and not saying that it's like that's why you do it, but at the same time, it... uh. It, it works that way. It really does work that way. At least in my life where I feel like if I'm down, if I'm not, you know, maybe I'm like uh, overthinking, <clears throat> excuse me, overthinking something or overanalyzing something and then I'll, you know, some, you know, a brother will come to my head at that very moment. I'll be like, oh man, and I'll just like reach out to him and I, one, I'll stop thinking about the other thing because I'm now thinking about the brother I just, just, just came to my head mm -hmm. and I'll reach out to him and the next thing you know, he shares something back with me that, you know, was like, man, I needed that, you know. And then the Lord knows, obviously, because he's working in those little details again, that fine print. And and I go back to this quote-unquote problem, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know. And then I'll probably even have the answer at that point because now I'm thinking of it in a clear mindset, not focused on all the negative, and I'm, mm -hmm. you know, uh, encouraged at that point. And what, what's, you know, encouraged is you're being full of courage, you know. So it's... Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if we sidebarred on that a little bit on the encouragement part, but it's part of the consistency and being, you know, a true believer is it, you have to walk it every day and it's in and through your life on a, on a moment to moment basis. You're, mm -hmm. you're seeking him and loving, loving your neighbor. You know? mm -hmm. and that's, that's what we're called to do. Yeah, the encouragement is a huge thing. And I would challenge anybody listening to the podcast, including ourselves, to try to outgive God, mm. try to give, try to outgive God, try to try to try to be His His feet. I'm serious, right? Yeah. Try to be His feet on the streets, <laughs> and like you said, Nick, try to you know give give people encouragement, give people love, tell mm. them that you're praying for them. Never will it return void. No, nope. think about that. It will never return void, mm. which is you know you and I obviously have have been fortunate enough to experience some of that stuff and. I, you know, I myself have sent out those text messages, right? And sometimes we've sent them to each other. <laughs> yeah, true, for sure. Um, but when you do that, like sometimes the responses that you get from people, it's like, oh yeah, bro, I'm going through this and that. It's like, wow. Yeah. You're like, wow, Lord, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you get one from somebody and you're like, man, you know, today was a, today was a, a, a bummy day. Mm. But then I, you know, I got people praying for me. Like I could do this. Right. You get that encouragement, and on top of that, like you said, I don't, I don't know how to explain it or to put it in words. But when you do pray for somebody, and you, or you let them know that you pray for them, or you just don't tell them, and you just lift them up, like somehow, like you giving out, like your tank might have been half full, and all of a sudden it's full again. You're yeah, like, I didn't even do anything. I actually took some out. And somehow my tank's full. Right. Like you said, somehow that problem has a resolution. Right. And it's not because of some great wisdom that I got. And, you know, this is the recipe for how to solve problems. Don't look at it for a while and look at something else and go back and it's fixed. <laughs> it's, it's not like that. Yeah, don't try to patent that. Anymore. Yeah, don't try to patent that. That's Nick's. You can't patent it. You already did it already. <laughs> it's called the Nick. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it, the, the fact is, when you... When you do that and you take your eyes off of yourself and your problems and your pity, and then you actually start to lift other people up and you seek the Lord out, 
you realize nothing else really matters. Right. That problem that you had was just that it's a problem. And if you're looking for the resolution, you might not find that. Mm-hmm. You might not find, because it's your resolution that you want to that problem so that you can get something out of it. The Lord's like, what does that have to do with eternity? What does that have to do with me? It's fixed. It's done. Right. Just keep your eyes on me. I'll take care of everything else. Right. Don't worry about how bumpy the road is, how hot it is, how cold it is. You know what I mean? Don't worry about that stuff. Just just stay on that. Just stay on that path. Just keep your eyes trained on me. I'll get you home. Right. But a couple of things um, that, that that came to mind for me when I was thinking about 2021, and I kind of this is going to sound super cheesy, so I'll apologize ahead of time, right? <laughs> But I, and even as I typed it out, I was like, I'm deleting it. I can't call it that. But I, I left it because I hope that it ministers to somebody. But I have like a guide to 2021. Right? Nice. So the first thing is to pray. The second thing is to read the word. The fourth thing is to worship. The fifth thing is to serve. And the last thing is to leave a witness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll probably spend the most time on that last one, right? But to pray and seek the Lord so that we should seek the Lord while he may be found, right? And we call upon him while he was near. If we read the word, you know, we should seek his direction. And, and, and there's a great verse in Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16. It says, your words were found, I ate them. And your word was to me, and hear this, okay, the joy and rejoicing of my heart. Mm-hmm. The joy mm-hmm. and rejoicing of my heart. So if we want joy, there's only temporary joy outside of the word. Yeah. And outside of our focus and our relationship. Outside of that, it's it's always temporary. Like if I gave you, you know, a trillion dollars, you'd be super excited. Then you're like, there's nothing in this world that I cannot buy. Mm-hmm. But that's only going to last for so long until all your family members find out how much money you got. Right. right? And the government. <laughs> and the government. <laughs> and then everybody wants a piece mm-hmm. of it. And now you're in hiding. And all of a sudden, you're on this secluded island. And you're all alone. And nobody likes you. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not joyful. It's not joyful. But that joy in the Lord is, 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 is eternal. But there's more. He says, for I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. So what a, you know, I love that verse. And then in worship, right? It's Worship has, and we've talked about this multiple times, but it's in praise and in deed. Mm-hmm. And we could praise, you know, and, and, and worship, but also in deed. In Psalm 138, he says, I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and for your truth. For you have magnified your name above all. Above all. And then there's a serve, right? And if you're a Christian, this is something um, that the Lord put on my heart that uh, I hope that I will be able to develop um, in some kind of of devotion at some point. But like, if if you're a Christian and you accepted the Lord, what are you going to do about it? Mm. Like that's a that's an honest question. Like, what are you going to do about it? He said, George, you're going to keep it. You're going to put it in a safe and not give it to anybody. And then if somebody says, I'm a Christian, like, oh, I'm a Christian too. I got one of those. It's great, right? <laughs> I got one of those too. That's fantastic. <laughs> but the, the, uh, that's like a serious question. Like, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. And then obviously Joshua, you know, 24, 15 comes and it says, if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your fathers served that were on the other side of the river um, of the valley in his land um, that you dwell but as for me in my house I will serve the Lord and I have that actually a couple places in my house because I always want us too yeah because I want that reminder right for me for my family Mm -hmm. and then you know like that question is is is, has been resonating in my heart Um, and I'm not going to go into this podcast why because it'll turn into two hours um, but just recent events that have taken place have like proven to me that God has put those examples in my life so that I know exactly what to do. And if I don't, it's shame on me. Right. It's not that he didn't show me. It's not that he didn't put examples in my life. But, you know, that question has just been resonating. And it's ignited a fire in me, honestly, um, about what are you going to do about it? Like, what are you going to do about it? Right. It's great. You're safe. Congratulations. You're granted access into heaven. Mm. You're gonna show up alone. Right. When you when you roll up on the gates, is anybody gonna know you? They're gonna be like, "Oh, hey, mm. what's your name?" Yeah, <laughs> and give you a name tag because nobody knows you. Right. So that's something to think. And the last one is to leave a witness. Um, no matter what, you're gonna do it. Right. 
whether you plan to or not, whether you're intentional or not, what it is or what it isn't, good or it's bad, good or bad, right? Mm. It's left. Yes. And once you have left it, you can't go back and change it. You can't say, ah, you know what? I forgot to tell you, yeah. I'm a Christian. Or by the way, you need Jesus. Yes, you need Jesus. So no matter what, you're going to do this. And then obviously, First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, uh, where, where Paul says, you know, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. That sums up all of Paul's ministry. That sums up every book that Paul wrote, the message that he was trying to give to every single person. He's like, let's just follow Christ. Right. It's, it's not even me. I'm going to imitate him. And if you guys need an example, I'm that guy. Yeah, yeah he U-turned. Oh yeah, and went and went Jesus' direction. He's saying, "Hey, do the same." Hard, yeah, yeah, hard. Skirt, yeah. break. <laughs> you turn. So those are the things. I, I know it's cheesy. I no, know I like it's cheesy, it. but those are the things that kind of came to my mind about like this is what you need to do. You need to pray. You need to read the word. You need to worship. You need to serve. Yeah, right. And you need to leave a witness. Yeah, and think about what that witness is. Yeah, like really ask yourself what that witness is. What is the witness? that you leave when you get upset with somebody? What is a witness that you leave when you help somebody? Mm -hmm. And um, I'm gonna stop after I say this, because I really wanna hear what you have to say, because I want you to make fun of me if you have to. Um, but even when you help somebody, did they feel love? Or did they feel it was a task? Did they feel like this is something that was from your heart, mm -hmm. where they could see right through you and say, maybe there is a God. Mm. where they can see through you or was it like you know this is what Justin Moss did check it out right oh his name's on here too and it's his number in case I want to call him yeah right or this is this is his affiliation so I can go say Justin Moss is great yeah you know what are you doing it for like yeah. what are you doing it for and can people see through you mm -hmm. and see and see Jesus right and that's okay I'm done yeah no that's that's good because it just makes me think of you know like how one we need to treat our children, we have to treat our wives, we have to treat everyone we come in, in contact with. It's it's based on relationship rather than, like you said, like being a taskmaster or anything mm -hmm. like that where you need, you know, so speaking from like a fatherly role or even a boss role where you're in leadership, you can't speak to people like giving orders. Even if you have to give orders, you still have to do it in a loving relationship, mm -hmm. relational way where they'll receive it and actually want to do it not because you made them do it because they want to do it you know mm -hmm. so like that's and that and and if we had that if we had that formula and we were able to um kind of reproduce that formula in all areas of our life where even when it comes to sharing the gospel and stuff with with strangers or people we do know family members or anything is 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 delivering it in a relational way rather than um you know delivering it in is this is what you need to do you know because sometimes people will come off real well, a lot of times people will come off in a, in a harsh or a uh this is what you're doing wrong type mm -hmm. of way mm -hmm. and you know who are we as humans to tell another human that they're doing it wrong you know it's like you know everyone learns differently everyone learns at a different pace everyone uh receives things differently and at a different pace so we have to just constantly show christ's love in all those areas as we are allowed to be you know and if we take them for granted by being spicy or you know like i'm sorry did yeah, you say spicy yeah i did yeah <laughs> like you know being uh like spicy yeah what, what better word is that that's the, that's the <laughs> because you can be harsh and be rough mm -hmm. in, a, in a way that, um, you know, comes off spicy. So, mm -hmm. it's, it, you know, it makes you sweat a little bit. It <laughs> makes you sweat. Because, because, but you can deliver that same, same message and let the Holy Spirit do the convicting part. Mm -hmm. The human doesn't have to do the convicting part, you know. And that's where I think humans fail a lot, myself included, where I want to... I know it, why don't you know it, you know, type of a mentality when that's not how Jesus got a hold of me. He didn't get a hold of me 
pointing his finger and telling me I need to do this or mm-hmm. I need to do that. You know, it was a relationship. It was all relational. He showed me how much he loved me. I didn't receive it or accept it for a number of years. And then it, then when it finally penetrated the heart, then I was like, man, he did so much. And I've been taking it for granted. And and one of your points that you shared was, you know, when, yeah, you're a Christian, great, but what are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. You know, and that one, that one stuck with me while we're talking because I'm like, yeah, that's true because, you know, what are we going to do with it? You know, if we get handed the ball on the football field, are you going to run to try to score a touchdown or are you just going to stand there? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to run the other way towards the other touchdown? You know, like, you know, we have to take what we've been given, you know, and, and, and give it to others. It's it's being it's sharing, and that's why it's living water. You know, it's constantly flowing because it's alive. It's not supposed to sit still. It's not supposed to become stagnant. It's not supposed mm-hmm. to just be locked in a closet or... You know, how you said, like, I have one of those, you know, like, it's not supposed to be kept like that. We're supposed to constantly illuminate the light that the Lord's shining on our lives, you know, and, and not to boast and not to show off and not to be, I'm better than someone else. It's just, hey, Christ saved me and I'm a new person because of it. And I feel this amazing amount of peace, even with all that's going on. Um and you want to know why? This is why. And then you share that, you know, in a way that they will take it. And not saying that, that you know, they're just going to receive it. Because I didn't receive it that way right away, first time, first mm-hmm. go. Some people do, but not always. But we as Christians and we with that hope and that peace that gives us that, um, that you know, that sense of being that we can function in a 2020 you know and then even the 2021 because it's obviously not just going to disappear we're going to continue to deal with stuff um but are we going to share that with the people so that they know and you know want to also receive that peace and hope or are we going to give them that bad taste it's that witness again you know that good or bad witness are we going to witness and uh present the lord correctly or are we going to you know, give them a bad taste in their mouth because of the way we were, the way we talked, the way we reacted, you know, and, and I'm guilty of all those things, you know, um, probably a, a more often than I would want to admit, but hmm. that that also lets me know, because I feel the conviction that the Lord's also working in my life, too, where I, yeah, I do have to get better. I'm not perfect. I'm, you know, it's, you know, because we're Christians, we're, you know, zero per- percent perfect but 100% forgiven right that's that's what it is and that is just a saying but at the same time if you let that resonate and 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 you pray about that and think about that you'll start to realize like how true it is we're Mm -hmm. we're not perfect by any means but we are forgiven you know for for anything we've done and he's got that grace and that mercy that um it doesn't run out you know, we can't take that for granted. At that, at the, saying that same, you know, along those same lines, we can't take that for granted that it does um, not run out. But it is something to stand on and have a hope for because we do know that it doesn't run out, even if we fail. Hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, especially the witness part, because witnessing what you leave and how you leave it is it's extremely important. Because, like I said, you're going to leave one anyways. Mm-hmm. You're going to leave a witness. Right. Good, bad, it's up to you. You get to pick. Um, and, 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 you know, I, I, I like what you stated. So we're going we're gonna to close the podcast out. I um, definitely want to do so with some, some closing comments. Um, and there's a couple things that I wanted to put. And I actually wrote these down to make sure that I don't, I don't go off track here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, regardless of the circumstances... We have to always have eternity in mind. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 2020 was horrible. Yeah, 2020 was the worst year ever, whatever. But I've always been of the mind that no matter what, and you said this too, right? There's a lesson to be learned. I prefer to learn the lesson the first time mm-hmm. than have to go through it again. Mm-hmm. And I think um, as, as, as people, as humans, as Americans, like we have been brought to task on so many things we've done wrong. Mm-hmm. Are we going to change and learn from them? Are we going to keep our eyes focused on Jesus? 
Or are we just going to say, well, it was because of, and then you can fill in the blank, whatever you want. Right. Are we going to do that? Yeah. And the next thing is, you know, yes, things are crazy and seem unstable as ever. Uh, but just keep in mind, if man propagated it, then God is the judge. Mm -hmm. If God propagated it, then it's his will. Right. So, so keep that in mind. Either way, Jesus is on the throne and in control and we can't lose. We cannot lose. So if we keep our eyes focused on that and realize that if God propagated it, then it's his will. Let's stay in his will. Let's do what we're, you know, we're being called to do. Mm -hmm. But if you're focused on what man propagates and how, you know, so-and-so did this, or I don't know about this, or I don't agree with this, you know, we start trying to play those little games, then God's going to judge us. Mm -hmm. Like I spoke about earlier, we don't want any of that Old Testament judgment. Like as you read some of those books and it's, it's it's pretty crazy, you know. Like I've mentioned, you know, I've, I've, I've been in Ezekiel, and there's just like judgment, judgment, judgment. Like my goodness. Mm -hmm. And then reading it, you think like, how could you be that way? But you know, look at our country, right. we're that way. Right. But the second part I wanted to say was, therefore, fear is a waste of time. Worrying is a waste of time. And then, like you mentioned earlier, Matthew chapter six, verse twenty-seven. Where, you know, which one of you by worrying can add a cubit to your stature? Like, what is all this worrying and fear? Like, what's the end of it? You spent all that time worrying and being in fear, but you did not fix, solve anything. Mm -hmm. And then you wasted all that time. Where, to your point, Nick, if you would have been paying attention and say, Lord, what are you trying to teach me? What can I learn from this? How can I serve you better? What do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. That's a whole different conversation, right. right? That's time value. And maybe there's nothing for you to do, and he doesn't have anything for you to do, but he just wants you to keep your eyes on him. Yeah. What does that, what does that matter? Keep your eyes on me. I'll right. take care of it. Yeah. Amen. So those are my closing comments, Nick. What do you got? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree there. It's, it's about our focus and, and, you know, going back to the consistency or being consistent, I... Um, I was using the fire reference, but I don't think I really touched on it. But one of the the visuals and um, that I've had, you know, walking for a few years with with Jesus, you you meet people, and you and unfortunately you see people in the church come and go, mm -hmm. and we saw a lot of that in 2020. Mm -hmm. um, people that left for you know some legit reasons, and then and then some have um, left and not came back for. Um, not legit reasons, and mm -hmm. um, I've visualized, you know, because people you see use the the saying like, "Oh, he's on fire for the Lord," you know, he's on fire, which is a good saying for someone to say about you, but not, you know, if you you're not if you're a brush fire, <laughs> because what is a brush fire going to do? Brush fire is going to burn quick be on like it's going to be really hot for a quick amount of time until it what burns up everything that it can consume and then it goes out so if you're on fire for the lord and you're a brush fire that's not being consistent because you're just going to consume what you were fed and then you're just out of it again and out but if you're being consistent with your walk that means that you're feeding the fire so if you're consistently feeding the fire, then you're going to be on fire with the Lord all the time or mm -hmm. daily, you know. So it's a that's one, you know, that's the the point behind the consistency prayer I have in my walk and in my life is that I consistently feed the fire with the Lord, you know, with his word and, and something that when the fire's consuming it, it's it's not um, destructive fire you know it's it's a purposeful fire like you know using the train reference again it's mm. it's the the steam engine you know you're feeding that coal into that engine to keep it hot and to keep it running but if you stop feeding it yeah granted you'll you, the momentum is going to carry you but again you're only going to go so far with no fire no engine running before you just run out of steam and go kaput mm. so that's my prayer and I pray that Anyone listening, if, if you feel that conviction, even me talking about how I feel the conviction of, of needing to be consistent and needing to be uh, more productive on, uh, on what we do on a daily basis, I pray that you can, um, and I challenge you to do that for this, this year, for this today, listening to it, tomorrow, the next day, 
be consistent, continue it. Mm. Amen. That being said, let's let's pray. And, and and really just thank you listeners. I think this is like episode 15. That's it is. Kind of a kind of amazing like <laughs> because we this was a, a random idea that we've now been able to um, be consistent. Be consistent with what, what the Lord's having us do, and, I, and <laughs> it's not easy. It's it's a it's a it's you know we have to juggle schedules and yeah. and uh, figure out um, things that work for our families in the meantime mm-hmm. while we're not there because we're doing this, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I just pray that people um, enjoy it. I've had people say to continue it. I feel like that's the Lord, you know, motivating or encouraging mm-hmm. us to continue it and. Um, I pray that we're we're in His will and, and and that we can continue to do it as well. Yeah, amen to that. Let's pray. Yes, dear Jesus, thank you again for our podcast or your podcast, Lord. I just thank you for the ability and opportunity you've um, given us to to be here um, and to come together and talk about you and to share with each other and any anybody listening um, how you've worked in our lives and and the things you convict us. Or your Holy Spirit convicts us of on a, on a daily basis, and we just pray that we can learn from those convictions, learn from those mistakes, learn from failures, and, and turn those those um, supposed losses, what the world will say it is, and, and turn them into a lesson um, that points us and, and directs us to you, Lord. I just thank you for the hope and peace you give us, and I just pray that um, anyone listening that um, may need or or be interested in that. And that hope or peace reaches out to you, Lord. We just pray. We we know that that only comes for you. No man or uh, woman or or thing can um, give us the hope and peace that that you do. And I just pray that we all surrender to that. And I just thank you for for all you've done for for us individually and and for our families and for our lives. And I just pray that you can continue to bless and watch over uh, our families and and um, anybody listening. And I just pray you can keep us all healthy and and safe and i just thank you again for this time and this opportunity and we love you it's in jesus name we pray amen amen and don't forget jesus loves you and so do we thank you for listening to the preserve and illuminate podcast we hope and pray this episode has brightened up your day we appreciate you and if possible Please post or share with anyone that may also enjoy our podcast. God bless.